Next, the golden days of radio. Hi, this is Frank Brzee inviting you to join me for the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past headlining some of the world's most famous personalities. On this program, we are featuring vocalist Bob Crosby, the Andrews Sisters, Ralph Edwards starring in Truth or Consequences, plus Ken Carpenter, George Murphy, Ginger Rogers, and Jimmy Durante. And now for March 5th, 1948, here's Bob Crosby's Club 15. Welcome to Bob Crosby's Club 15. 15 minutes of the best in popular music. Starring the Andrews Sisters, Margaret Whiting and the Modern Airs, Jerry Gray and his orchestra. Brought to you by Campbell Soups. And here's the head man of Club 15, Bob Crosby. Hi, everybody. This is Bob Crosby saying welcome to the old Club 15. Happy Friday to y'all, huh? As the Andrews sisters and I open the meeting with Romeo's words, Ooh, look at there, ain't she pretty? Romeo's Look at that, ain't she pretty? Ooh, look at her, she's a beauty. Look at the hair, look at the curls, look at the teeth, look at the pearls. Ooh, look at that, ain't she pretty? She looks like a beautiful white star, and you are bound to fall. I like the dress, I like the hose, I like the hat, I like the pose. Ooh, look at that, ain't she pretty? Look at the hair, look at the curl, look at the teeth, and look at the pearl. Ooh, look at that, ain't she pretty? Looks like a beautiful wax doll. Look at that pretty lady girl. And you are bound to fall. I like the dress. I like the hose. I like the hat. I like the bows. Ooh, look at that, ain't she pretty? Pretty little girl. Ooh, look at that, ain't she pretty? Truth or Consequences started on the air in September 1940 and starred Ralph Edwards. Here's an excerpt from the show of June 30th, 1945. Here comes a dance show. Truth or Consequences. Let her go. Uh, uh. D-U-Z. <laughs> Hello there. We've been waiting for you. It's time to play Truth or Consequences. Yes, Truth or Consequences, the game that does everything on the air. Brought to you by Does, the soap that does everything in your watch. <laughs> 
deep in e-bond sales, the Treasury's touring ambassador of tomfoolery is back in Hollywood tonight with a carload of crazy concoctions. And here he is. The guy has just signed a seven-year contract with RKO for two pictures a year. Your truth or consequences ham, Ralph Edwards! Thank you very much, Bob Williams. Good evening, party players. How does you do? A happy boogly bird to y'all. Ah, yes, the celluloid. But the custard pies will fly every week on the radio just the same at Truth or Consequences time. San Francisco, Oakland, Fresno, San Jose, and Stockton, California help roll up the Truth or Consequences e-bond total this seventh war loan to $14,096,207,000 so far. And uh, my co-bond salesman Al Paschal and Phil Davis and I were thrilled by the patriotism in these cities during this past week of our 20-city tour. Uh, we also appreciated the courtesy shown us when our station wagon, Mr. Wickle, blew a tire or two in Madeira. Later on tonight, we'll announce the winner of the $500 war bond courtesy prize. So here we go. Tonight, we're shooting the works and starting off the evening with a piece de resistance. That's French for old boy. <laughs> our uh, next contestant will not be chosen by me, but by a very lovely lady, that charming, radiant, glamorous, beautiful singing star, the pride of the GI everywhere, star of your hit parade, and cosmopolitan recording artist, Miss Joan Edwards, and here she is! <laughs> Joni. Hello, Joan. Welcome to our Truth or Consequences Hi, party. Hi, Ralph. Good evening, everybody. Ah, swell to have you here tonight, Joan. You've never been on Truth or Consequences before, have you? No. <laughs> From what I hear out there, it's not going to be all peaches and cream either. Oh, <laughs> no. We mix a little seltzer water in now and then, Joan. <laughs> By the way, a lot of people think we're relatives just because we have the same name, but we aren't, are we, Joan? No, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. Tune in next week to hear our show with a dozen surprises for you and me from D-U-Z. Thanks to Joan Edwards for being with us. This is Ralph Edwards sending you dozens of good washes. Until next week when we may have our first contestant refuse a consequence. Good night, everybody. That's the new kind of soap that does everything. Presented Ralph Edwards and two for consequences from Radio City, Hollywood. This is the National Broadcasting Company. That program was broadcast more than 28 years ago. You know, after a long and successful run on radio, Truth or Consequences finally moved to television with the same popularity, and the host of the program during the television years has been Bob Barker. On February 5th, 1973, Bob Barker was off the show for a few days because of illness. Ralph Edwards filled in as the host and did an outstanding job considering it was over a quarter of a century later. From the city that's the gateway to the Orient, Seattle, Washington, and through the facilities of KING TV5, it's time to play Truth or Consequences. who is back in his old role as MC of America's number one prank show while Bob Barker recovers from the flu. Mr. This Is Your Life, now paying the consequences, Ralph Edwards. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my. I don't care how blasé you are. This has got to turn you on. That's terrific. Thank you very much. This is a big night. And a big day on Truth or Consequences because not only are we in Seattle, is that a big thing? This is the show on which 
we reveal the winner of the Pontiac over there. Now you notice it's loaded with apples. Every contestant on stage, on cameras, had an opportunity to guess. The married couples only had one uh, uh, course apiece. All right, some lucky person is going to walk away with that Pontiac. The correct number of apples is... Ed Bailey, may I have the envelope, please? Thank you. I feel just like Price Waterhouse. <laughs> Ed, come here. I want to tell you, I don't know what Truth or Consequences would do without this guy. Ed has been producer of Truth or Consequences for 27 years. Give him a hand for me. Thank you. I'll get to work sweeping up the floor. And All right, the winner is Michael Gilliland, the star of the Lone Stranger Reunion. Come, Michael, quickly, come up here. Michael Gilliland, are you here? There he is. You win the Pontiac, man. Come a-running. Oh, what a wonderful group. I'd like to take this opportunity to uh, thank every single one of you who have helped me through these six shows. Bob Barker will be back on Truth or Consequences on our very next show. But this has been a great... Oh, sure, I own the show, and I uh, uh, take great pride in having put it on the air. But uh, I want to tell you, Bob does a fantastic job, and it was a great thrill for me to, uh, to come up here and do this, but it'll be a bigger thrill to see him back on the air. So, until tomorrow, and from Seattle, Washington, this beautiful, beautiful country, goodbye, thank you, see you tomorrow, hope all your Harry, you want to hear my new poem? Sure, Fred. I get up in the morning, the sun is shining bright. I feel real good, like I should, because I have $15,000 worth of SGLI insurance. Fred, that doesn't rhyme. A poem is supposed to rhyme. <laughs> now try it again. Okay. <clears throat> I get up in the morning without a care or woe. SGLI covers me. The rates are very low. And now the rates are lower by 15% since July. There is no better program than our own SGLI. Hey, that's pretty good, Fred. <laughs> Thanks, Harry. Jimmy Durante has always been one of my favorite people. What a fine man and a great entertainer. From a guest spot in 1944, here's Mr. Durante with Ginger Rogers. <laughs> What's on your mind, James? You may. I shall reply civilly, as is my wont. <laughs> All right. What's on your mind? A crisis has arose, Miss Rogers. I am the recipient of a telegram informing me of the arrival in our city tomorrow of a certain eminent personage, a personage so exalted I hesitate to mention his name. You don't mean... Yes, Umbria. <laughs> My, that is an exalted personage. But, Jimmy, just where does the crisis come in? His wire says, please get me a date from a first night in Hollywood. Oh. Would prefer an Academy Award winner who can dance. <laughs> I see. <laughs> and so you came to me, hmm? Naturally. Gary Cooper is too tall. <laughs> I'm very flattered. Oh, tut, tut, my dear Rogers. Your idol, your ideal, the way they spell him here is terrible. How to spell. <laughs> I'll start from the beginning. Your ideal for Umbriago. Your so so, shall I say, uh, trade decolite? <laughs> or shall I say something I understand? <laughs> I think perhaps you'd better. <laughs> you know, I'm convinced, Miss Rogers, that you're just Umbriago's type. Oh, really? Sure, you're a dame, ain't you? <laughs> 
But first, I must make sure you're romantic enough for Umbriago. For Umbriago? Yeah, I'll make believe I'm him. Ginger, you and me are out in the moonlight under the magnolia tree. Mm -hmm. You nestle your head on my shoulder and sigh with extra say. <laughs> Spelt E-X-T-R-A-S-A-Y. <laughs> the magic of the moonlight is cursing through my veins. I am irresistible to you. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm getting is... Uh -huh. <laughs> you grab me. I struggle, but you're too strong for me. Before I know it, you shower my upturned face with burning kisses. Mm-hmm. Be mine, you say. I want you. I need you. I must have you. Hey, wait a minute. What am I worried about Umbriago for? This dame is stuck on me. <laughs> well, Jimmy, before you fan our burning love into a forest fire, I think I'd better tell you I can't possibly go out with you or Umbriago tomorrow night. And why, pray, if I may be so bold, not? Because... <laughs> <laughs> well, because I have a date already, you see. A matter of extreme inconsequentiality. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind saying that again, please? <laughs> You've got to break your date. <laughs> well, I wouldn't think of it, Jimmy. There's something that I... That, I mean, that's something that I wouldn't do for any... To, to any human being. I, Forget I about human beings. I'm offering you a date with a member of my family. <laughs> I must pull myself together. Only trouble in it's a little hard to tell where to start pulling. There's so many loose ends. I know what I need. Entertainment. I'll entertain myself. Music major! Eight to a note, please. You know, I just got back from Hollywood today And really, folks, I've got a lot to say While I was there, I met President Will Hayes And what he told me put me in a daze Why, for days and 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 days for a week Everybody puts in extra notes <laughs> But I'll overlook it Mr. Hayes says, Jimmy, you've been invited to entertain at the White House. He said it'll be a gal of the intelligentsia, the high polloi, the 400, the 300, the 200, the 100. That's when I walked in. <laughs> Mr. Hayes says, Jimmy, what you do when you call upon to entertain? Is the cameras grinding? <laughs> I said, Mr. Hayes, what'll I do? Why, in the midst of festivities, I'll get up, I'll get up, and do my strutaway. In my cutaway, it's just a hop away, a scram away, and a scram away. And then you skid it right down, you go to, I'm with a twist away. Where's the mic when you twist away? This way, it's a holiday. You know, all over town, they're doing the Susie Q. Why, they did that dance years ago. I'm the Rudy LaPoo, but not my strutaway. In my cutaway. Why, it's a dance that's gonna gain great renown. You know, a beautiful gal invited me up to her apartment to teach her this dance. I was in the apartment ten minutes when who walks in her husband? Kind of perturbed. <laughs> he says, what are you doing here? I said, I'm putting on my white tie. I'm putting on my top hat. I'm putting on my top coat to make my getaway doing a strutaway. Did you ever have the feeling that you wanted to do the strut away, the hop away, the scram away, and then you speed it right down and you go to town doing the strut away? Let me hear that band, Major. That's the boy. Another chorus. Hit it. I'll do the strut away, then my cut away. It's just a hop away, a slide away, and a scram away. 
And then you skitter right down, you go to town with a twist away. Why, when you strut away, this way it's a holiday. You know, all over town, they're doing the Susie Q. They did that dance years ago on the Rudy LaPoo. But not my strut away, in my cutaway. Why, it's a dance that's gonna gain great renown. You know, I walked into a drugstore, and I ordered a banana split with whipped cream and pistachio nuts. <laughs> One for nothing, a guy hits me over the head with a bottle and said, consider yourself launched. <laughs> well, I'm a gentleman. I apologize, but he wasn't satisfied. He demanded an autopsy. So I ups to him. I face with my right. I face with my left. I seize an opening. I'm flat on my back. <laughs> so what did I do? I did the crawl away, not the strut away. Did you ever have the feeling that you wanted to do the strut away, the hop away, the scram away, and then you skid it right down and you go to town doing the strut away? Let me hear it. Let me hear it, Major. Hey, hey. Have you ever wondered what a week on the radio might have been like during the 40s? You're going to find out right now in this parody featuring Ken Carpenter, George Murphy, Ginger Rogers, and Jimmy Durante. The Cavalcade of America, sponsored by G.J. LuPont of Wilmington, Delaware. Makers of Better Things for Better Living Through Chemistry presents the story of the discovery of the fourth hydrocarbon. As our story opens, we find two unknown chemists on the verge of a great contribution to mankind. Doctor, I think we got it. At last. The end of our search. I analyzed the final result. I determined the Pacific gravity. Give me that again. And I also... P-A-C-I-F-I-C I got you <laughs> Left out the S in front I analyzed the final result I determined the Pacific gravity I checked the atomic structure And it's true You're sure? Yes Doctor, we just gave the world chopped liver Be sure with Pure The Soil Oil Company brings you the noted news commentator and analyst H.V. Kaltenborn How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? Reporters just come to my attention through a rumor originating with a dispatch heard yesterday over shortwave from an unverified, self-believed authentic. But whose name cannot be revealed at this time? I feel that I can say now without fear of contradiction, I hear there's a war on. <laughs> this is H.B. Calton Dawn signing off. It's getting late and I gotta listen to Gabriel Heater. Good night. <laughs> The Hour of Charm. Phil Spitaldi and his all-girl orchestra. Tonight, you will hear Genevieve and her mellow trumpet. You will hear Catherine and her soulful saxophone. You will hear Rosalie and her haunting trombone. Yes, shut up. And that was Evelyn and her magic violin. <laughs> 
champion of the people, defender of truth, and guardian of our fundamental rights. Also, six-hour passes forged while you wait. <laughs> so now, Huggett Bars brings you another session with your genial master of wit and information, the wise man with a friendly smile and the cash for your correct answers, <gasps> Dr. IQ. That will get you nowhere. <laughs> but let's get on to our first contestant. Young man, are you the first contestant? Do, 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 who, me? Give this man one silver dollar. <laughs> Now tell me, what's your name? Uh, 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 uh let me see, uh, Give uh, this man two more silver dollars. <laughs> now, young man, tell me where you live. Uh, I live, uh, uh, I live in a house, uh, Give uh, uh, this man four more silver dollars. And now, what is your occupation? The, the, the occupation, Give uh, this uh, man eight more silver dollars. And now, young man, you've got a grand total of 15 silver dollars. And you know what I'm gonna do with these nice, strong 15 silver dollars? Uh, 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 no. I'm gonna put them in a stocking and beat your stupid skull in <laughs> This is NBC, the Columbia Broadcasting System. We pause now to bring you the time. Where you hear the sound of the cuckoo, cuckoo, it will be exactly two o'clock. Cuckoo, 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 c